Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Trail Culture. I am your host, M. Robertson, and I'm so stoked that you're all tuning in. Today, we've got a friend of the running community joining us, Erin Grohl from Cape Town. She's the co-founder of the Community Track Club, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the Community Track Club got started, what the idea behind it was, and really just to celebrate a monthly event that brings the running community together, celebrates athletes of all shapes and sizes, and really just encourages people to get involved in the sport. So I love this idea. Um, It's always exciting for me to see new people getting involved, being encouraged to join in, and just to find, yeah, a love of running and to have access to the incredible community that we all know and love. So without further ado, here we have Erin Grohl, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Great. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Trail Culture. Today we are welcoming a local legend, Erin Grohl, onto the podcast with us. Erin is the co-founder of the Community Track Club alongside Mike Obery. We are really excited to have her on board today to chat about community, running, what's going down. Um, I'm really stoked that Erin managed to carve out some time for us because Community Track Club is about to turn one and I know (laughs) that there's loads going on behind the scenes with regards to that. Um, Other than this, Erin is a mum to Evie, an athlete. She's involved in the running community in and around Cape Town. And yeah, today we're talking to Erin about trail culture, running culture, community, the behind the scenes of what goes down at, at Community Track Club. And we hope you guys enjoy the episode. Um, yeah, so we're just going to start off with the human who is Erin Grohl. I know <laughs> a couple of people will know her. Um, and I've just, I've had my like eye on wanting to interview her for quite a while. Um, but Erin, you are immersed in the running culture. You're a friend to the sport. Um, we spoke about that earlier. And I know that this has been a part of your life for quite some time, kind of changing to what extent and how that looks through in and out um, different seasons. But yeah, tell us a little bit about you. When did you start running? What was kind of exciting for you about the sport? And yeah, talk to us just about how the running community in in Cape Town has shaped who you are and what you do over the last few years. Wow, (laughs) what an intro. (laughs) Um, Firstly, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, You know, running is such a special sport and it's such a big part of my life, um, my husband's life, our family life. You know, and I always find myself feeling so grateful to be a runner and so grateful for all the doors that it's opened up for me in my life. Um, I got into running roughly about 10 years ago. You know, I experienced some pretty major life changes during that that period. Um, I've spoken a little bit about it at length, but uh, in short, I was deep in the world of addiction. And when I left it, I so desperately needed to find a way to connect with others again. You know, I had to kind of relearn how to be a human and like how to make friends and like how to talk to people. And for some reason, I decided to start running and I still don't really know why. Like I was, you know, I think I did athletics at school and you know, I'd been around running. I grew up in Durban, so, like, oh, obviously cool. I had an uncle who's done, like, 30 comrades. Oh, classic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like, I knew, like, running existed and, like, yeah. you know, it was around. Um, but 
I'd never been like a phenomenal sports person in any way, shape or form, you know, and I just decided like this was going to be my path. And I started as most do, like trying to run a park run and, you know, reach that five kilometer distance. And like through that, like I started meeting people and then I feel like as these like, you know, distance milestones start ticking off, like, so my community started to expand around me. And like, so suddenly, you know, I started meeting these people and uh, I was chatting to them and I started to like come out of my shell and like, you know, I suddenly found like a whole new network of support that like I never knew that like existed out there, you know, and people who were like there for me and like cheering for me and like, you know, I started to get stronger and healthier and I just like I couldn't believe like the physical change that was like Mm -hmm. happening in front of me and you know with that physical change also came like a large like emotional change and like big shift in like mental health through like you know endorphin release and just I think feeling supported mainly you know and like once that bug bit, like, uh, you know, that was me. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like most do, you know, like you, you start this and like suddenly you're doing more than you thought that you could. Yeah. And like your world starts to change shape, you know, and, uh, you know, horizons become broad and like suddenly you're experiencing things that you didn't even know. And I, I just absolutely loved it. And I loved the friends that I was making along the way. And I suddenly realized that I'd found like a really like important like connection tool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think the connection community, we're going to we're going to get into the track um, community track club just now and the, the name and, and everything that goes behind it. But I think there's in terms of like group running and training, I think there's very few places I want to say in the world, like <laughs> definitely South Africa, but in the world that can beat Cape Town um, mm. and the surrounding areas when it comes to this. I mean, there are options like, you know, kick a bush and a running crew will fall out from <laughs> Tuesday trails <laughs> to mountain men, Chicksuit Trail. We've got Running Late Club, CRC, the 94, Must Love Hills, the 5am Club. There's just like, whether it's road, whether it's trail, if you want to do a little bit of both. Um, and yeah, I know that a lot of these crews also join you guys at the track. Um, and you've spoken a bit about the importance to you, but what are your thoughts on the on the crews and kind of the role they play in developing runners and and people getting into the sport um so I think as a runner in general in Cape Town like you are very blessed yeah (laughs) there are as you said there are so many options like you can run on the road you can run on the trail you can run on the track like whatever you want to do like there are options literally every single day of the week you know to get involved with so I think it's amazing and I mean each of them like have their own unique characteristics and vibe that like make them so special. And I think one of the most important things that this does is that it creates a safe space for someone to engage with either the mountain or the road mm. or whatever distance or whatever surface you choose. Um, but with like a bunch of like-minded people. Yeah. So, you know, showing up to these weekly events, wherever, whichever one you choose, like it provides like a very deep sense of community and connection with others. And I think one of the things that actually stands out for me the most lately has been that there's like a much younger crowd now 
that are running in comparison to like when I started running. Yeah. And like, I always think to myself, geez, like I wish as a student that like yeah. I had gotten into something like running, you know, in those days, like yeah. it's like such a healthy option, like such like a amazing thing to start, um, you know, in that phase of your yeah. life. Um, but yeah, like just broad in a broader sense, just like finding connection and finding like, you know, a group to gel with is like, it's so special and like it can make your life so much like more I don't know fulfilling and yeah, like it's full you meet people you never thought you would find these connections exactly and I think you know I probably will say that word so much but like to me like community and connection like they're hand in hand with the yeah. sport and like I need them you know and I, I I've always needed it and I think feeling like you belong somewhere is like the most important, like one of the most important feelings to experience as yeah. a human. Yeah. And like finding your place, <laughs> you know. And I think what's cool um, or something I wanted to to actually ask you is in your intro, we spoke that about you being a mom to Evie. Mm. Um, so Erin <laughs> is married to Nick Grohl, who's also really involved in the running community. And they've got a very cute little girl. And um, in terms of like you needing the, the running clubs and then like, how that's changed just as your kind of seasons change becoming a mom fitting that in and you said that you mentioned running was like a big part of your your family life um Mm. you know have you found that you've managed to still kind of show up to those spaces or are things looking a bit different for you now that you're a mom and kind of juggling that yeah look I think you know for us Evie was born in like the height of COVID so yeah you know, it was like a lonely time for like everyone. And I'd say those first few months were very quiet and things felt really weird. (laughs) Like we didn't quite know what to do. We didn't know like if we could go out. We didn't know like, you know, what the impact of like COVID would be on like an infant when like you're getting so many different, um, you know, mixed things from every like corner. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But you know, through and through, like, running was really important to us. I think it took me quite a while until I was, um, you know, running, I guess, more frequently. And I I really didn't expect that, you know. Um, I had this notion in my mind that, like, I would be running, like, 10Ks immediately postpartum. (laughs) And I was like, it'll be fine. And, like, it wasn't. Like, uh, you know, it took a long time to just like it wasn't just like a physical shift you know because obviously things change physically um in that period but it was like the emotional shift as well because I was like I felt really guilty Mm. you know in those early days but like I knew that I needed it because like it's been such a central part of like our life for so long and like I knew that like I needed to try and figure out like the balance between being a mom of this like small kid um not sleeping yeah (laughs) that was interesting you know because I didn't like I didn't expect that either that I just like wouldn't be sleeping yeah um and like finding it within me to say like it's fine to go out for half an hour you know and come back and like things will be okay but like I just remember feeling like so guilty and like really having to work through that and like you know, having the support from Nick and, like, my friends and, you know, everyone was rooting for me to get back out there. But, like, yeah. it, it really did, like, take a long time before I was truly able to, like, you know, connect physically back in the sport. And, like, yeah. I can tell you, like, throughout my, like, entire 
pregnancy and like those first few months like I missed running so much like I can imagine I like I thought about it all the time I like you know I was still I was showing up at events and I was there with the camera yeah (laughs) Um, but like you know the actual sport of it and the actual like release of it like it it was like a huge, huge, like gaping hole initially, like it felt because I just wanted to be back so badly. Yeah. And I had to like really accept that it was like, it was going to take time. Yeah. But I do remember reaching the point, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was about six, when Evie was about six months old. Um, oh, we bought a running pram, which is like, oh, I highly epic. recommend. <laughs> highly recommend to everyone. I think yeah. Evie was about six months old and like my mother-in-law came to babysit for um like an hour and nick and i went to the pipe track and we spent an hour on the pipe track and we you know we stopped and we started and we we looked at the mountain and it it was just like a moment to it was probably the first moment i like really reconnected with like the feeling of like being a runner and you know hearing the ground go like crunch crunch (laughs) under your feet (laughs) you know and like looking at the mountains and like you know even though maybe physically I wasn't in like a state of flow but like I I suddenly was like everything like flooded back and I was yeah. like this is it you know and these are the feelings that like I love so much yeah you know? but yeah I mean obviously it has changed shape like I can't do it all as I've realized you know yeah, um, at the same time at the yeah. same time so um I pick I pick a few things that I can go to in the week I try and always get to um my crew run on a Wednesday and you know, hang out with like the nine fours and I'm like connecting with them. I try and like, you know, do a trail run within the week, um, either with Nick or with another friend. Um, yeah. you know, so I, I pick what I can do, but I've realized like I cannot do it all and, yes. and that's okay. And finding like the feeling within to say like, it's fine yeah. has been like a big one. Yeah. But I'm also lucky that like Evie's a bit older now, no? so, you know, she's turning three. Oh, um, yeah, she's turning three in, in February. So like, it's it's very different now as to a couple years ago, you know, when I was like struggling to like leave the door because I was so, you know, I felt so guilty. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you know, carving out space for yourself. Yes. You need this. You're going to come back a yeah. better human, a better mom, better wife. Well, that's it's a, that's yeah. exactly the same thing. Is that like running in general makes me a better human. And yes. I know that. Yeah. And I know that when I go outside and spend whatever time I can outside, whether it's 20 minutes, whether it's 30 minutes, whether it's an hour, you know, I'm going to come back into my home space and I am going to have a clear head. Yeah. I'm going to be more patient, more tolerant. I'm going to be a better listener. I'm going to work harder. And that's just like how I'm wired. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that, you know, I have lots of um, mom friends who also run and like I, I feel like it's a very shared experience there. You know, it's like we know that we need to go out and we need to do this and we're going to come back and we're going to be better. Yeah. <laughs> like like and and that's OK. And finding like the OKness with it. Yeah. You know, but now Evie, I like to feel like we've influenced Evie pretty hard in running. So yeah. <laughs> like she comes to races. Yes. She waves the cowbell. I love she it. She claps. Yeah. You know, I saw a GTCT cowbell in hand. Cowbell um, in hand. And the, doing yes. the, the kids dash. I was like, you go girl. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she is she's there. into it. Yeah. yeah. And, and immersed in the culture. I think that means so much to you guys. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, you know, it's, it's unfamiliar. Like I never grew up with that. Um, you know, my parents themselves weren't like runners. So we never like went to 
uh, like a running event really yeah. or anything so like it was it was it's like a foreign concept but for her like it I feel like we've sort of programmed in her to be like this is normal yeah you know so she knows what it is she's come to like bigger races we took her to world athletics last year oh you awesome. know so she was with us for the entire experience of it all yeah you know? so she she gets it and she like she knows how to clap yeah. You know, she's quite competitive. She often tries to like race me up the stairs. I say, who's oh. going to win the race? She goes, me. So, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, and that's sweet. Like it's, yeah. it's becoming part of her like family culture. And like, I think that's for Nick and myself was like always like a major goal. It was like, we're like, you know, this sport has given us so much and we hope that we can share that with her too. Yeah. You know, how, how that's going to look in a few years, who knows, you know, but for now, like the more we keep exposing her to it, like the more we hope you know, it will sit somewhere yeah. in there. You know? That is so <laughs> awesome. And like trail culture, road culture, running mm. community and then family. I think it's all those themes are like really interlinked. Yeah. Uh, so seeing that come to life <laughs> in your guys' family is so cool. Um, and yeah, for, I mean, one of the main kind of reasons where I was like, I need to get hold of Erin and we, we kind of got in touch uh, last year post UTCT like um, days, but for those who who don't know, um, I mentioned briefly, but but Erin and Mike founded um, Community Track Club together, and now since then, you guys have got a third partner, and that is Hein, who's also on board, um, which is so cool. And this thing has grown. Yeah, but let me, I'm actually not going to talk about it. Erin is going to talk about it. So for those of you who don't know, this has got to be one of the biggest and most definitely the viviest uh, run get-together in Cape Town. I think <laughs> they are, think like color rockets like shooting stuff out epic cameras really cool um like coaches or athletes or just humans taking the sessions uh you've got mike and erin's energy in the mix there as well which is so cool um but tell us like what is community track club um and how often do you guys do it (laughs) your baby we can talk about it yeah it is my other baby yeah (laughs) um yeah so, well, to just break it down um, very practically, so Community Track Club is an event that happens once a month in Cape Town. Um, it's an event that we host on the track. We usually host it on the Greenpoint Athletics track, but at the moment, as it's been resurfaced, we've currently moved to Para Athletics track awesome. in the north. Um, and yeah, so we host it, we try and do it about once a month. Sometimes it's between four to six weeks. It's generally depending on who's available and who's visiting or who's visiting South Africa at the time. So how it works is we invite an elite athlete um, to come and host a session on the track for the running community at large. Awesome. Yeah, so the concept behind it has always been to like open the track up to everyone um, to try and break down any barriers that you need to look or run a certain way, mm. you know, to be to, to be able to experience like the thrill of, of running on the track yeah. itself. Um, and in essence, it's a really, really special opportunity for the running community to have the chance to be coached by the best of the best, yeah. you know, for one night. And in return for that, for whoever coaches and hosts you know to engage and like connect with the running community in like a really special and like unique way you know so it's been amazing (laughs) we are first and foremost just like overwhelmed and so grateful for the support that you know runners of Cape Town have shown us yeah 
I mean, your guys' last event, how, how many athletes roughly do you think were there? So we averaged between like 200, to, I think the most we ever had was like 290 people oh running word. on the track, which sounds chaotic. That's the thing. Like yeah. when you hear that, you're like, how, yes. you know, how does this possibly work? But it works, Yeah. you know, but the only reason it really works is because we have, you know, so many people that help us yes. with this event and help us put it into place. Is a team instructions. There yeah. is, yeah, we, I, you know, it took us a while to figure out like how, how are we going to do this and yeah. how are we going to run this event in a way that like, you know, everyone gets to experience, you know, the session and everyone gets to run the session and, you know, it took like a lot of planning between us. Um, generally like a lot of anxiety between Mike and myself, <laughs> uh, ping-ponging off each other going, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Like, how is this going to work? Yeah. And then thankfully now I said, like, you know, you mentioned Hein, but like now we have Hein, who's this like very calm, like grounding presence who yes. like, so now instead of Mike and I playing like ping-pong with like, who's more anxious, like yes. we have Hein who kind of helps us it's like everything's gonna be okay yeah, yeah. and yeah. sometimes you really need that person to just yeah. say like it's fine like yes. it's gonna work yeah and calm the f down basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah so that's um like a very like basic um description of how it works but yeah um you know to go into it like a little bit more um we have eight different pace groups that okay. run throughout the night sure. so basically how it works would be uh, you come to the event, um, you, you know, you sign in, you register, and then we start the event, everyone warms up together. So everyone will run four laps of the track together. Then the host is introduced. And in that, in that introduction, straight after that, we'll start with drills. So everyone gets to learn drills from awesome. the best of the best, which is really exciting. Yeah. You know, like I think learning drills is something super fun yes. and it's new to a lot of us, um, it makes us feel like elite. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> those A skips and all yeah, those man, things. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's super fun to learn. Um, and then we'll do strides and then the groups are split. So we have basically lane one to lane eight. So there's eight lanes of a track and we split the group into eight um, depending on 5K time. So Okay, cool. And that's how it works, you know. And so in that group itself, we'll always have a captain. So the captain is in charge of setting the pace of the group. Awesome. Um, and then we have two paces who support it. So we'll have one in the middle and then one behind. Yeah. And that way, um, instead of everyone sort of running like on top of each other, uh, runners run one behind each other. So kind of like in a Kenyan style yes. um, track, you know, and um, so everyone basically has a space on the track and it works really well. And the biggest thing that we've been trying to foster since like day one is that, you know, track running is not necessarily a solo sport in that yes. way, you know? And so like when you're training on the track, if you train together, you know, that's where like the teamwork happens. So yeah. lane one late to lane eight, they work as a unit, <laughs> so you know, cool. and you know, it would never be as seamless if it wasn't for like the, people who volunteer to pace and yeah. captain for us you know and we're so grateful for them like because that is what holds us together so the host then reveals the session okay. and the group will then run the session so the captain will know what the session is but the running community will not yes <laughs> nice so surprise it's always a surprise yeah and it can't chicken out before nope. the session yeah <laughs> once you're in you're in yeah, yeah i love that <laughs> um and you know 
I think, you know, for most of us as runners, there's like a large disconnect between athletics from high school into adulthood. Yeah, because, for sure. Right, yeah, we go and we run athletics in school. For most of us, like the first thing we run in school athletics is like an egg and spoon race on a grass track. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know? Yeah. Like I have memories of doing that from years ago. Like, I love and <laughs> from into, you know, as you, you know, you go into high school, maybe you do athletics in high school. And then a lot of us just stop and that's it. You know, never, never connect with the track again. Yeah. But there's such like an importance to running on the track. It doesn't matter like if you are an elite athlete or if you're just like me, you know, regular runner. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's such benefit from doing it. And all we wanted was for people to get to experience it because we're, yeah. no matter like what speed you're running your 5K at, like you're going to have fun and yeah. you're going to benefit from running in the style. Yeah. You know, I love that. I think the track can be a super intimidating place. Uh, as you mentioned, I love that you guys are like, it doesn't matter what type of athlete you are or how, mm. what you look like or how fast you are. It, it There's a space for it in your training. Uh, and for you to experience it, I think it can be really intimidating athletes shying away from it, not wanting to, because it's like, oh, I'm not fast, or I'm not that yeah. type of athlete. But yeah. being like, come along, there'll yeah. be a space for you between lane one and eight, yeah. um, and you might actually just surprise yourself. Yeah, and I, like that's the thing that we've noticed, is that like, you know, people who showed up from, you know, Community Track Club 1 to Community Track Club 8, yeah. you know, there's such a development in their own running, and we see it, you know, we see them not only at Community Track Club, we see them in other races, yeah. you know, and it doesn't matter what kind of runner you are or you call yourself, like, you're still going to benefit, you know, yeah. whether you are, like, exclusively running on trail, like, or if you're, you know, a hybrid athlete who's doing every kind of yeah. training, you know, you're still going to benefit from this experience and, you know, it's going to set off some really special endorphins. Yeah, and just the, I think the size of the group, the vibe, the music. The, yeah. I think it's it's a very unique space. There's I haven't seen anything like this before, so. Um, uh, I mean, we just wanted it to be fun as yeah. well, you know. It's like we really wanted people to enjoy themselves. We wanted them to come back. We want them to, like, you know, keep on, like, experiencing this. We want them to connect with athletics as a sport in general yeah. you know like regardless of like what you know what you do like it's such an exciting year for athletics in general um, yeah. you know we have like the olympics coming up um and it's huge you know like this sport of athletics is massive and like if we can just kind of you know foster a bit of a deeper connection between um, you know, South African athletes and the running community, you know, it just means they, they all have that extra layer of support as they go into like the most, you know, incredible and big year of most of their careers. Yeah. No, yeah. that's amazing. So. Yeah. I think you guys are, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. Um, and I mean, Erin, what was the inspiration behind Community Track Club? Like the idea, the name, is it something you and Mike chatted about for quite a while or was there kind of a, I can imagine you guys getting together for a run and there being this like epic moment of like we've had this idea. Um, yeah, like where does it come from originally? Yeah, so I um, I approached Mike. Uh, I had a friend of mine visiting who works at UTCT. His name's Flo and he is part of something called Berlin Track Club. Cool. And I know that he was like, you know, coaching um with them and he's like kind of like, like a track specialist you know a middle distance athletes and then but he's also like an every athlete yeah <laughs> but I knew that he was part of that and 
like we have such like a world-class facility like sitting like smack bang in the center of the city and I was like imagine we well so I approached him and I was like what if (laughs) we spoke to Flo and asked Flo if he would you know teach us how to train like he trains you know yeah just for like one night you know so let's learn drills let's learn how he does strides and let's do like a session that like a track athlete does yeah you know something different and Mike thankfully is like one of my long-term friends and he was like okay <laughs> and that was that and we were like okay cool so let's see how we do this so I think we yeah. had like one coffee before the event itself we like back and forth um and I I just called it community track night at the time yeah because um but now obviously it's evolved into a community track club but and we advertised it on our social platforms and yeah. we thought, oh, you know, maybe like 50 people will come. Yeah. And then we had a, like 167. <laughs> my word, yeah. And we're like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Yeah. You know, a lot of athletes. This, yeah. this is, and you know, we worked through the session. Flo did such a great job. And then I had a phone call with Mike the next day and we were like, did we like, what, what just happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Is this, like, is this something? Yeah. Like, should we do this more? Yes. And then, like, you know, Mike is, like, the best and, like, has so much enthusiasm. And I was like, you know, why don't we try and do it, like, another night? And I was like, why not yeah. try and, like, see if I can approach someone else to host it? And then then I realized um, Carla Molinaro was here and had yes. moved here. And so, you know, I got onto, like, DMing her on Instagram. and Nice. And I got in touch with her and she was like, yeah, cool. I'll come, I'll come and do this with you. Yeah. And thankfully now, like Carla is like one of my like really close friends and like we do so much work together, but like, (laughs) you know, like that was, that was kind of the momentum of it. It was like, we, we, like people loved it, you know, and they loved the experience of it. And, you know, from then we've refined and like figured out like, how do we do this? And, you know, worked on like how the event rolls out and obviously like we've, built like a bit of a production team now yeah so awesome (laughs) you make it run and like I said to you earlier like we can't we can't do it without them like yeah from everyone that helps us doing registration to people who help us clean up to like our brand partners um who help us with nutrition so we have um, Morton and Red Bull who are always on site um assisting us you know we and like I cannot mention teams without like also mentioning the media team yeah so like media for us is you know obviously it's some a space that I, I work in and I felt like in order for it to live on like we needed to create something special for people who attend yeah. and you know every community track club we make sure that there is an amazing photographer uh, on site and you know, we put out the content for everyone. Yeah. So the content's always available for everyone to use, to reshare. So cool. To experience, to relive themselves. You know, there's no point in us holding on to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like why not give it to everyone yeah. who shows up? You know, it's like our small token of thank you, Yeah. you know, for being part of it. And so. you guys must see, or you'll see in uh, kind of the real, and as we share this, the content that comes out of the space is crazy. It's so, be- yeah. I want to say beautiful, actually. Uh, that's yeah, but kind like of the, the talent is like unmatched in the yeah. city. That's the thing. Like we are blessed with like the most unbelievable talented pool of photographers, cinematographers, yeah. you know, everything. Like every- And it's such like a collaborative um, experience, Community Track Club. And like it, it would not work 
without like the buy-in from yeah. all of our friends, you know. And we're so, so unbelievably grateful for their support. Like, yeah. Because we like, and now the story lives on, you know. Yeah. And we have like these amazing memories from like how it started to like where it is now. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's very exciting. And <laughs> I'm so I mean, grateful. Tuesday is the one year kind of, it's birthday. Yes. Birthday. I can't wait. I've signed up. Um, it's my first one. Actually, I'm I've, so I've seen this just on yeah, social media and I had like a little injury and I had loads of friends who went being like, dude, as soon as you can join this event. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm keen to have first-hand experience um, next week. But, mm. I mean, so you've got a year of experience kind of doing this. You mentioned briefly that you and Mike anxious ping-pong, like that kind of goes down. <laughs> yeah. But what is the biggest curveball that you guys have had to kind of overcome to keep this thing going? Um, if I'm, like, entirely honest, it's kind of been working through, like, unexpected challenges. Okay. Like, in South Africa, obviously, we have something called load shedding. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we work in a stadium. So, yes. um, I, f- I mean, it might sound like quite silly to say like that's been one of the biggest challenges, but it really has been. It's like navigating really unexpected changes like that. So, for example, like midwinter, you know, when the sun is going down at like five yeah. and the event only starts at six and all of a sudden at 3 p.m. we get a notification saying like, you know, load chain's about to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how do we do this? Like, how are we going to run an event in a stadium? With no lights. With no lights. This is before, um, you know, that stadium had like backup generator or anything. Like, yeah. How are we going to make this work? You yeah. know, how is the experience going to like be okay for everyone? Like, Because basically all we want is for people to, you know, enjoy it and to have fun. So I think we have become really good at like problem solving when stuff yeah doesn't like go to plan like that you know so it's navigating like just the unexpected like yeah you know whether it be load shedding or like you know issues with the stadium or whatever it is it's like we just have to be constantly like on our toes yeah and I think it's made us um you know I don't know, stronger mentally. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is like life skills that you guys are yeah, learning. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, things are not always going to go your way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been a big one, I'd say, is just kind of figuring out how to deal with stuff um, when it's not like w- w- out of your control, when it's completely out of your control, yeah. basically. And something like the the stadium being, I mean, the track being resurfaced, was that kind of a yeah. big span in the works for you guys, refining a new yes. location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was initially like a bit of a shock because it, it kind of happened when we weren't, we didn't know that it was going to happen. It just sort of landed on us and we were like, okay, uh, cool. So what do we do? Yeah, <laughs> we need a point. new venue that we can have 250 people. Yeah. Yeah. And so from there, it was, I mean, it's also like, all it's all really like, good stuff that happened for us because then it it introduced us to para-athletics track and we love para-athletics track it is great amazing the facility is beautiful like the track is so well looked after like amazing we absolutely love hosting our event there and I think I was like oh my goodness are people going to travel you know is it going to be okay will they still show up and they are there so cool so thank you by the way thank you to everyone who has made the trick wherever you come from like for those who are listening next week 
Yes. Power Athletics Club, Tuesday night. Yeah. See you there. See you there. I'm so excited you're coming. I know. I'm you're like, going to have a party. I can't wait. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm like um, now nervous about the session being announced. I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to make it. But um, No, you will. This is actually a good mm. segue into this question, but any advice for people joining the first time, like me yeah. pitching, not really knowing maybe what to expect and then arriving and seeing 200 runners uh, in one place, lots going on. Yeah. Yeah. Any I think- advice? I think you have to arrive um, and be prepared to work hard. Okay. Because the truth is that running on the track is never going to be easy. Yeah. You know, we frame ourselves as diabolical because you work as hard as hell, in my, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> I love that. Like, but you're not going to work alone. You're yeah. going to work with a group, you know. So showing up with the mindset of saying, like, this is not going to be easy because it doesn't matter how – you know, fast you can run, the session's not going to be easy for anyone. Like yeah. you come to track and you come to work and that's it, you know. So be prepared to work hard, but also be prepared to have fun and yeah. to like to do something completely different to what you usually do, yeah. you know. We have such a special session coming today. Like, I mean, I'm so excited, but we have our first Olympian who is hosting. We have yes. Sakiti Nene who is an unbelievable world-class 400-meter specialist. Yeah. So, you know... He is out there on the world stage doing the most, like, you know, throughout the whole season. And so awesome. He is coming to us to host the session, like, the week before, two weeks before he begins, like, you know, his travels to Boston and to Europe and essentially, like, onto the Olympics later on this year. So, unreal. We are going to learn from the 400 meter specialist, like, you know, how to do this. And, We're going to learn how an Olympian does drills. And, yes. you know, so like being there and being like, you know, eager to do something different and to like step out of your comfort zone um, and know that like no matter what, you're going to be supported. Yeah. You know, and that's so how, awesome. like everyone works as a team. Like, yes. and you'll see, like, as you come there, like, if you are new, people will say hello to you. You yeah. know, like everyone is there to like, make you feel welcome like no one is there to judge no one is there to be better like everyone just wants you to have fun yeah that's great Mm. I love that you guys are bringing it back to that like yeah running is just fun it Um, is fun and it should be fun and it's gonna be hot yes (laughs) this is peak summer community track club so (laughs) it's going to be like uh it's gonna be steamy out there yeah so make sure you bring something to drink. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but also stay for the Jack Blacks afterwards. Oh, great. Like, that's also very important. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we have, we, you know, we make it worthwhile for everyone. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So as long as you come with the mindset of like knowing that, you know, yes, I am going to put in some work here and it's going to feel pretty spicy out yeah. there. But like afterwards, I'm going to leave knowing that I've accomplished something that's maybe like completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Like I've grown as a runner. You know, I've met this amazing group of new people who maybe awesome. I will run with at a later stage. You know, that's what we really want. We want people to connect with each other. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what your background is or where you come from. It's like you're all going to have a space here. Yeah. You know, and you're all welcome here. That's so, so cool. Yeah. And I mean, you're in the dream for CTC in the future. Like where do you guys want to take this thing um I know it's only a year a year old but I love that you guys started that there's been consistency people know you it's growing that's awesome Mm. but yeah what's what's kind of the 
the ultimate goal or where do you, what direction at least do you guys want to head towards? We really want Community Track Club to go on tour. So we'd really yeah. like to take it to Joburg and we'd love to take it to Durban as well. Maybe at some point, you know, when we're able to, we'll be able to like travel as a team with the host itself yes. through the different cities and just kind of broaden this concept that we started and like, you know, keep on pushing the narrative of, you know, getting more people running on the track, getting more people behind South African athletics, like yeah. getting more people involved in the sport, you know, so because awesome. it happens naturally. Like, yeah. you know, the more you're exposed to something, the more you start to care about it. So like yeah. if you're like running, learning how to run 400 meters, then maybe like you're going to switch on Diamond League when Diamond League season starts yes. and you're going to be following like, oh, who's running the 400 meters? Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're going to learn something different and yeah. it's going to be really fun. So yeah, just basically growing this connection, growing our connection with other um, elite athletes around the world and locally, you know, trying to get them on board. And thankfully, you know, everyone who's participated has been nothing but encouraging yeah. and we're so grateful for it and yeah I think I think it's a, a very special event and I'm not just saying that because it's my other child <laughs> <laughs> but um you know deep in my core I'm so proud of it yeah. and I'm so proud of like what we've done so far and I'm so excited for the future of it I think it's got like it's got it carries it feels special when you're yeah. out there you know and it feels different it feels like you know, there's something really wonderful about like the community connecting with one another and meeting more people and for the and for the athletes who host to like to have them like front and center. Yeah. You know, and gaining this like massive new audience of people who are like now behind you. Yeah. You know. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm excited to to see where, where it goes yeah. and to see who else you guys invite and bring mm. on. I think every um, time like having a new host uh, is just such a yeah so awesome to see who who it is and I know um, I think end of last year you guys had Tony yes. out here which is yeah. so cool like uh, oh, just so special. Yeah, having her kind of come yeah. home now she's the, the elite that's hosting mm-hmm. but she's she's based in France now um, yeah and it looked like that went really well so it was amazing Tony was phenomenal so she was great. so good yeah and it's so, like again like so special like this is ho- Tony's home yeah like she lives abroad now. Yeah. Um, but this is where she comes back to, you know, yeah. and we all celebrate her and we all support her. And now she has this like, you know, even larger following of like local fans yes. and, yeah. <laughs> and people who've experienced yeah. like her who she is. Exactly. Yeah. So she's cool. such a special person, you know, and, and all these athletes are like such wonderful, special people. And yeah. You know, that suddenly then they have a deeper connection with everyone, yeah. which is amazing. And I think also then people watch, supporting them, watching them on the world stage. This uh, is it. Being like, I've been to a track session with that athlete. I was coached by this person. Yeah, you know, I love like, that. That is I, so awesome. Yeah, and that's amazing. Like from whatever discipline it is, like I said, whether they are track specialists, whether they're road specialists, whether they're trail runners, like, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Like they're all like amazing elites in their own regard and all bring something so special to the table. Yeah. So cool. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm (laughs) like, I feel like the the dreams are big, but you guys are, you have the momentum and you kind of well, well on your way there. Um, We just so deeply care about it. And that's it. You know, that's like, we care about it so much. Yeah. We care about the experience for everyone so much. And, you know, we care about the concept and we care about like, you know, who's part of it. Like, it's such an important part of like all of our lives you know yeah. and it's yeah 
so grateful for it. <laughs> so awesome, Erin. Um, yeah, so for those of you who have yet to join, do it. Um, keep an eye out on the social media. I'm going to put all the links in the, the show notes so you guys know exactly where to go and, and where to sign up. And yeah, that process is also seamless. Um, it's easy. And then you just need to show up and be ready to work <laughs> hard, like Erin said. And Erin, um, I think the other side that I, I wanted to kind of get into and focus on um, while I had you here was you as like a content creator media and marketing you've mentioned that there's this like hub of really talented videographers cinematographers photographers in Cape Town and I'm like you are one of them I'm like you won't say it so I'll I'll say it um and seeing that pull through in the content that you guys put out with CTC and just like yeah the quality everything I'm like how how does that form part of who you are? How did you get involved in that world? Has this always been your your kind of thing? Um, and specifically sports, like getting involved into capturing and, and like, yeah, athletes. Um, has that always been a focus for you or is this something that's grown over time? I think it's definitely something that's grown over time. Like, um, I think, you know, my background was that I, I worked in the film industry for a while uh, in multiple roles. Cool. Um, from like production to set stills to behind the scenes and you know so I was in that space as well um and I was always taking photographs like yeah uh from yeah I studied photography at school uh, I mean sorry I studied photography at university and I had such like an interest in like humans as yeah. my as my concept and you know I, I I like flitted between how I photographed them um but then somehow like you know I think when you like really care about something like for me like with with running so now like running is just always there right and then I started trying to capture it yeah (laughs) and trying to like you know like how do I do this like how do I tell a story about running you know and like it means so much to me always that's it like I like in my head I'm always trying to find like new ways to like showcase the sport like whether it be from like you know the start line to like finding people along the way like to like finish line glory yeah but like but for everyone you know so like I I love photographing elites but I also love photographing everyone else and like and seeing everyone's experiences Um, so cool yeah, so you know, I've worked at I worked at a couple of I started kind of getting booked to do some work at races where I would like take some photos and you know help weave the story together on on socials yeah. and and that's kind of evolved over the last few years and so that's still work that I do now awesome. um, and I love doing but now I'm like I'm going deeper into, and I'm like trying to niche myself more and more into this work that I do and like. Like, I love creating stuff around runners. And I think yeah. um, I've had some really amazing opportunities over the last few years. And, you know, like you've mentioned with UTCT, like I love working on the UTCT media team. Um, I followed Carla Molinaro through her comrades journey. So she awesome. came third at comrades uh, last year. And, you know, is also set for like an incredible year this year. And you know, we did kind of like an experiment and I said, like, I took a chair and I said, Carla, like, what if we, what if we try and tell your story throughout the day? Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like a very new concept in trail running because trail running is like really good with that side. But like in road running, it, it felt like something 
you know, that you don't see too often. Yeah. So basically I traveled with her and her parents to Durban. Yo. Um, and, you know, we, we shared a room and then became like best friends. I felt like overnight because we just had to. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that space. And I was like, okay, here we are. We're going. We're doing yeah, this. Yeah. You know, I knew that she was like going to do really well. Um, but it was like the most phenomenal experience. So like I followed her throughout the whole day. Um, you know, I saw her at multiple points. And we basically, like I just pumped out as much content as I could yeah. through like video and photo and it was such an incredible like experiment to see like you know what was this and like yeah and like people could then have like an insight into like what happened in the race besides yeah. from like the comrades tv coverage yes. for example it's yes. like this is like you see that but then you saw like another whole side from yeah. like her parents giving her bottles to like yeah you know the really difficult kilometers like in those last yeah. like 30 k's you know and like and then the best part really was like f- finally like being able to like capture her finish. Unreal. You know? Yeah, and the like, emotion. And real emotion, you know, and like the, uh, just having like a front row seat to like this most incredible race that she yeah. had. And yeah, so like I love doing this kind of work. So cool. <laughs> it's so cool. It's like, it's yeah. such a, I feel so privileged. Like it's so rare, I feel like, yeah. to have the insights into like the, athletes like experience in this way yeah so yeah I've done I've done quite a bit of work in that space and I'm hoping to do more and more and more of it yeah um you know I think as people who work in the media industry we're like constantly forced to like evolve and like learn different skills yeah. so I'm trying to do a little bit more video work as well as photo work awesome. as well and to thankfully like I said we have like this incredible team of yeah. like um, cinematographers and photographers who are all so supportive and willing to teach willing to teach everything like, oh, and cool. that's it like you just got to be willing to learn something new and they're willing to share their time so. yeah because I was going to ask actually what keeps you inspired in mm. this process because I think even the short time I've followed you like I've seen your style evolve um you, it feels like there's certain times where I'm like oh I feel like Erin's trying something new here mm. and even I think to use UTCT as an example it feels like year in year out that media crew shows up and like smashes it out of the park but then brings something new to the event I don't know how you guys manage (laughs) if you do it on purpose but yeah like what keeps you inspired in that space to keep kind of growing and evolving I think it's like it's also so much about like collaboration again like you know we talk and we discuss stuff together and we try and figure out like you know well with regards to UTCT in particular we're like you know Mars and I had a chat um like maybe a few weeks before the event and we're like what are we gonna do that's different you know this year because you know we had so much fun doing it the previous year but we were like how can we you know change it because that's the goal is to keep on like elevating ourselves like our experiences with this and like our how do we make it you know something cool for people to watch and to like you know how can we engage people with the story online and you know obviously everything is definitely heading more into like the video space but there's also like the huge need for all the stills as well so you know it was it was it's such a collaborative effort yeah. like <laughs> with something like UTCT um I mean you you mentioned Mars Funimata briefly so I think the team is led by her which is so cool um and we said you guys are upping the standard year in year out but what does it take 
to be behind the lens on that weekend and like just to create the content that you are and it's you capturing so much emotion but you're also living through it um yeah what is that like how do you guys do it um I think like much like an ultra you really just like have to pace yourself yeah <laughs> that's great you know or any race like uh, you got to like know when to like take in your caffeine. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, be prepared for anything because things change all the time. Um, you know, be really intuitive yeah. as to like what's what's happening. But essentially, it's really just about collaboration. You know, cool. it's like how everyone has like such specific skills that are so strong. Yeah. And it's like you know, really pinpointing each of these different skills and saying like, okay, this person's really good at this, this person's really good at that, et cetera, et cetera. And like, how do we like work as a, like a really cohesive unit? Yeah. Like it's a lot of work. Like, don't get me wrong. Like UTCT weekend is, it's hard work. But and I think what really helps is that like everyone who works on it is so passionate about yeah. working on it. And like, we all want to tell a good story yeah and it's on our home ground you know it's showcasing our home trails it's like showcasing this incredible sport and yeah. it's showcasing like the human spirit so it's like how yeah. do we do this in a way that like everyone who runs this race no matter like who they are from the elites to like i said like everyone who runs or the running community at large like how do we include them in this like you know very special weekend yeah you know and it's hard and there's like not too much sleep that happens over that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's it's all worth it, you know, and I feel like afterwards, mm. like that Monday afterwards, this was my second year working on the team. And that Monday afterwards, like we were all sapped emotionally, but yeah. like also like stoked. Yeah. You know, because we, we knew that like we, we put it out there, you know, and we, we put the best that we could out. And yeah. I was so proud of all the work that we put out for it and – you know, it was so cool to have, um, you know, Mazel there as well because Mazel lives in Canada now. So, yeah. like, we were all together and I had we had um, pretty much the same crew as last year. So we had Mazel, we had um, Becky Layton, and um, we also had Jess Meunier this year. But, like, it was just, like, a good, strong yeah. crew. And it also, like, kicks ass that, like, the, that, like media crew is like female yeah I love that as you was talking I was like oh it's mostly girls yeah. I love that yeah. and then like also accompanied by like a team of like the most incredible photographers yeah. as well um but yeah it was really just like about working together and figuring out like how are we going to elevate the experience of this for the viewer yeah because so many people will rely on like social media as the you know the tool to catch up on like what's going on so social media and the live broadcast go hand in hand yeah you know and social media ha is an opportunity to capture like as it goes yeah. you know and so we work really hard to try and provide like some as up-to-date coverage as we like humanly yeah. can you know and yeah it's very special no, I, love, I, I love working on that weekend it was a massive success <laughs> yeah. I remember like you would take like if you I was crewing people the whole weekend so there's there's nice. like five different race also distances <laughs> yeah and it's like you and then I would but it's so hard when the races are going at the same time to know what's happening in the other events and mm. then I would hop onto Instagram like click through the stories or the um, reels and be like okay cool like this just happened or yeah. this person's got this lead or like this one's going through the pain cave and yeah. like you can I had the real time update outside of the live stream so that's so cool we tried really hard to like be on the course more this year that was like yeah because usually we'll work 
um, we'll try and get on the course as much as we can, but mostly like we, we work from a container in the race village. Yeah. But like this year we really wanted to like try and bring more like up to date coverage, like video, mainly like video coverage, like yeah. from the course. So like we were all situated in various areas when we could be. And then back at the race village when like it was time for like finish lines yeah. and all sorts going on. But it's such a, it's really like a special event. You know, it's, it's so well supported. It's so well produced. Like that team is incredible yeah. as well. He puts so it on. Big. So like big ups to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like total eventing goals, you know, yeah. like. No, um, I love it. It's very cool. It's very cool for us to all experience it, you know, in, in this way. So I, I really love working on it. Yeah. And yeah. And Erin, and where can we expect to see you this year? Um, future <laughs> projects, the ones that you can tell us about. Um, yeah. Uh, what can we look out for? Um, <laughs> there are, so I have some big lofty goals, you know. Um, I feel like if you don't put out there, like you never know what will happen. Um, but I will be working around London Marathon this year, which is awesome. really exciting. So. I have some really wonderful friends um, in London um, who are part of a, a running community there called Tracksmith. Cool. And so I will be working, hopefully doing some really nice um, photo video work um, alongside them for London Marathon. And then lots of stuff with Community Track Club throughout the year. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm hoping to be shooting a lot more uh, track athletes as they build up towards the Olympics later on in Paris 2024. And then the the real goal is to somehow find myself in the Olympics. I don't know how it's going to happen at this point. <laughs> I'm working through so great. every connection I can possibly work through. Nice. But I do believe that, you know, there's a space and the more women that show up in this space, the better. Yeah. You know, it's a... Uh, it is a very male-dominated field to be working in, um, especially in sport. You know, and yeah. I've experienced like a lot of uh, abuse almost uh, from like a much older generation in this, yeah. like you know, working in sport. Like from like older men who just can't stand it, basically, to have like a woman doing this work. Yeah, and at that point, I just refuse to like, you know be bullied by them and I just keep putting my foot down you yeah. know and keep on trying to like activate myself in the space yeah <laughs> um because I really love this work you yeah. know I love this work that I do and I think you know from many perspectives from like the runner perspective to the women working in sport perspective to like you know all of these different things just add up and mm -hmm. like I, like I feel super fortunate to be here in this space and yeah. I'm just going to keep on doing the best that I can and the most that I, the most that I can yeah. <laughs> alongside juggling, you know, like parenting, <gasps> relationship, yeah, yeah. <laughs> running, my own running, <laughs> like all my own the, running. All the things, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out like where to put my own running in my schedule is generally yeah. quite tricky. <laughs> yeah. When you're following all the, the runners around <laughs> yeah. and yeah, doing the mom things. Yeah. And I also, I will also be back um, at Comrades this year with Carla. Great. Yeah. We also expecting another incredible result. Awesome. Uh, maybe two oceans as well. So I'll be following her around and hopefully, yeah, I'm not too sure what else at this point. Great. Like, 
freelance life. Yeah, <laughs> love it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that we'll we'll see you in like so many different spaces. Yeah. And I know looking out for you at something like the London Marathon is going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm so um, excited. Yeah, but we Erin, we love your work. Um, from kind of being the project manager of CTCU to like your your content what you're putting out there and, and just being a, a nice human to bump into <laughs> in and around events so I'm like please keep showing up it's it's so great and um Aaron, I can't believe it's like time literally flies but like a last light thing that I always ask everybody just to round out their the interview is um what is your favorite trail and why um it can also be what is your favorite route like road trail mm. whatever the deal um favorite trail no because this is trail culture yeah. we'll keep it to trail um as classic as it is, I love the Lion's Head Loop. Oh, do you know brave. why though? It's because there's so much to it. Yeah. Um, there's tiny little smooth parts. There's elevation. There's like unbelievable views from each corner. There's some really like smooth, runnable, buttery sections to it. Yeah. And there's such a load of rocks, so you just gotta like, you know, it forces you to, well, forces me anyway. No, I don't know about anyone else, but <laughs> forces me to like stop. You know, and I yeah. think. Trail running is such a wonderful tool because for someone like me whose brain is in like 2,000 places at once, yeah. um, you know, in that hour that I get on the mountain, I'm like, hey, I got to think, man. Like, I, I, gotta yeah. st- I can't like be considering like 100 things that are in my head. I just have to like be there. Yeah. You know, I got to be there. I got to be on the mountain. I got to be looking at where I'm going because otherwise I will eat shit. And yeah. like it has happened many occasions like I fall you know yeah. I fall I trip or I because because I was somewhere else you yeah. know so maybe some call it like moving meditation yeah and that's what it feels like you know so having that time out there experiencing like these trails even though like I mean I'm very lucky that the Lion's Head trails like around the corner from yeah. me so we you know we hit it often so but cool. it never it never loses its um its interest to me that's awesome yeah I love yeah. it every time we go yeah, yeah, I actually thought when I parked, I was like, you guys are like, right, right here. This is <laughs> so great. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instant so. access to such a beautiful trail. Yeah. yeah. So I love it. Um, I love every part of it. I love the views that come with it. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of fun to be on. Um, and it's accessible. Yeah. You know, so Cliff Road being closed is a nightmare for traffic, but wonderful for runners. Wonderful for runners. <laughs> yeah. Just, put your sh- just always yeah. go the running way. Never yeah. take your car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Erin, um, that's so cool. And I... Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your your story <laughs> with us. The the dream behind CTC. Um, now we, it's also nice to get the insights of a bit more of what you do behind the scenes there, and also just kind of in your day to day freelance space. Um, yeah, we'll be looking out for for your work. And if any of you bump into Erin at any events, then you know who she a little bit more about who she is and say hello. and what she does. Yeah, and say hello. She's so <laughs> friendly. <laughs> so yeah, um, thank you for your time. And yeah, we look forward to having you back. And I will see you on Tuesday at uh, Community Track's first birthday. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Have it, folks, an awesome episode with Erin Grohl celebrating what the running community is all about and what an epic way for everybody to to get together, to do some hard work going around the track and, yeah, monthly meetups to look forward to and join in on. So I hope you all enjoyed the episode and I'll see you back here next week for our next one.